Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys! Good morning and happy Thursday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Nick Roush with Justin Kalen on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, Thursday, November the 18th. Oh, Louisville football game day. Weird. They've got the Dukes of Blue Devils. They're playing a little football tonight. Will we talk about it? Probably not. Who knows what we're going to talk about today? Because TJ Walker, he's out. He's playing dad today. Kids get sick a lot, Justin. Yeah. I was actually thinking this morning, I can't wait to one day have a kid because, man, they are such an easy way to get out of things. Not that I'm saying TJ was trying to get out of the show this morning. He was legit coughing yesterday. He said something about the sickness. So, but when you when you look back to all the excuses people have for getting out of work. Kids. Majority out, of the time, yeah, it's, it's kids. Anything and everything, whether yeah. it's work, just... Things you don't want to do. I mean, what what's a boss going to say to you if you tell him you have to take care of your kid? Nothing. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and kids do. I will say that is the um, like you actually do get sick more. <laughs> like, I can believe that too. Because um, you're just around. They got a lot of germs on them. You know. I don't think Lucy's out there playing with a bunch of other kids getting sick. I'm sure she's still trying to figure out how to lift her head up, but. <laughs> Uh, makes two of us. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, wish TJ the best. Wish the the wife and kid get better. It's no fun dealing with a sick sick kid. No fun at all. Um, man, yesterday was nice though. So yeah, nice outside. It was. And I was even up late watching your Hoosiers, Justin. And when I went to let the dog out late, I was like, surely it's not gonna keep being nice for that much longer. Yep. And then we wake up. It's cold. It's rainy. It's no good. But hey, your Hoosiers won! Oh, somehow, someway. I d- didn't get a cover. I bet on them two separate times the cover. Um, so we, that didn't happen. Oh, you didn't do the money line live bet? You just did the cover? Oh, no, I couldn't. Fi- I never did find a value money or money line that I liked live bet. Hmm. The, when it got tied, Indiana was still like minus 260. It's like, I mean, that's not worth it at all. Vegas knows the power of the yeah. Assembly Hall officials. Yeah. Well, and that crowd, dude. Having full crowds back in Assembly Hall, I think once again it's a scary place to play. Like quite literally for your life, yeah. it's like a horror movie for cats fans, for everybody. <laughs> a bunch of monsters up in the stands. But college basketball home courts are officially all the way back, yeah. and it is great theater. I, I know we talked about it, that Marquette Illinois game earlier. Also, what, where does Dan Gavitt get off just having tip-off games named after him? I don't even know who Dan Gavitt is. Really? Full disclosure. No idea. He is the he's the Mark Emmert for college basketball. He's director of basketball for the NCAA, for oh, like okay. a better term. So he's how, a big head honcho there. So how's that different from Emmert? I mean, he's not the president of the NCAA. He's just basketball. Oh, okay. But like he has, they're like, oh, the Gavitt tip-off games. And I don't, I don't know what makes it a Gavitt tip-off game. They're just home games between... 
decent teams. Well, it's Big Ten and Big East. Is yeah, that what Big it is? East, is yeah. Dan, I guess Dan Gavitt might be from that footprint or something like that. I, I think guess. he's actually from the Big East Conference. Okay. Now that you mention that. And maybe he went to a Big Ten school for college. So yeah. maybe that would make sense. But awfully, awfully narcissistic of him to name them after himself. But it was a good game. Man, mm-hmm. dude, St. John's. Was just hitting big shots. Yeah. And, like you kept thinking that Indiana was going to pull away, and St. John's was just like, "No, nope, we're going to we're going to keep on we're going to keep on scoring." I wanted to come in here with my normal mindset of doesn't really matter. We got the win. We're three and zero. I was I was a little disappointed by the game last night. I'll be whoa, honest. Whoa, 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 whoa! You were disappointed in a win, Justin. You were in no shape or form to be. Disappointed and wins as an Indiana I, And I get that. Fan. I get that. But I, I was expecting 10, 12-point win, maybe even closer to 20. That might be my expectations all out of whack. but I think that's what it is. That's what I wanted. That's what I thought was going to happen. But, hey, 3-0, baby. I think – so here's, uh, here's me. Excuse me. Mm, frog in my throat. Here's me just like paying attention, but not really paying attention to the game. I thought Christian Lander played a lot. No, no, he, he was in at the. No. He was in at the end of the game. Yeah, a lot. And he, he. They kept saying his name. No, he had two points in six minutes. Uh, so he did. He did play more than he typically does because our main point guard Parker Stewart, or not Parker Stewart, it was Xavier Johnson, was in foul trouble all night. So Christian Lander just doesn't play at all. I thought he was supposed Rarely. to be good. Well, the, see, that's the thing. Like, this Indiana team is so weird to me. So, you got Trace Jackson Davis. Who's awesome. And Trey Galloway, who are from Indiana, who play. But then you've got Anthony Leal and Christian Lander, who, in my opinion, are two of the best players to come from this state in the last five years, and they don't even see the floor. It's it's so wild. Mm. Trouble in paradise for Mike Woodson? No, I think Cole's good. I think he's got the squad he wants. I haven't heard anything about Indiana fans griping that Leo and Lander aren't getting that much playing time. So, so far, so good. But Trace Jackson Davis is really good. He's a monster. Race Thompson's pretty solid, too. Yeah. You got a solid team. Yeah. Like, the cu- Archie did not leave the cupboard bare. No. The three head coaches recruited their players back. I did not actually see Thad Mata's face on the sideline that much. Oh, I did. They just kept paying into... He sits at that table right next to Indiana's bench, so anytime the bench gets shown, there's Thad Mata and his red nose and cheeks. I also just like I, I was I was doing some work while having the game in the background, so I wasn't you know Pay it was attention. right right right. It's a little you. bit different, but still it was a good game. Uh, really really love Mike Woodson and his staff rocking the suits. Mm-hmm. Just college basketball coaches. You look good in suits. I am three games into this season. I think I love Mike Woodson. Oh, wow. All the way in. Yeah. I I really think I'm all the way in. So, best coach since Bob Knight? Well, absolutely. Oh, wow. Already. Already. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to give him that title already. Wow. I was actually talking about some other coaches last night, Tom Crean being one of them. I I feel – I hate that Tom Crean's a bad coach because I really like Tom Crean. But he's so terrible. He is a bad coach. Georgia. Then, if Archie was that good, he would have already been picked up by someone else. <laughs> Mike Davis, who the hell knows where he's at? Dan Dockage can't stay on the radio for more than two days. Mike Davis was at a direct like Texas Southern, I want to say. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming probably still there. Probably. But he did do a little bit of bouncing around. I, gosh, he. I think he was the coach for UAB that beat Kentucky. They had Robert Vaden 
Makes sense. Yeah, yeah old Vaden Robert Vaden. Yeah, he Vaden transferred out of Indiana to play for yeah. Davis at UAB. Yep. So. I remember that. I loved Robert Vaden. Man, yeah, I can't believe you're already all this way in on Mike Woodson. I think so. You know, and and I want to. I'm I want to be hesitant about it, but I really kind of believe in this team as well. Is is it? Mike Woodson, though, or is it the other head coaches? No, nah, it's are Mike. The re- are the secrets to the success? No, nah, it's Mike Woodson. I mean, they, they, the other coaches might be the secret to the success, but Mike Woodson is why I'm buying in on this program. I mean, this dude never smiles. <laughs> Anytime you see him on camera, he's just got that stoic look on his face. We could just we could be up 16 after a barrage of threes, and he's just going to look stoic as all That's get how out. You know, a good coach when yeah. he just always per- perpetually pissed off. Yep. <laughs> It's true. I, I will say I did like the uh I did like the way they used their zone. Like here and there in bits and fa- and yeah. it wasn't a normal just like conventional we're sitting in the 2-3 because St. John's tried to go to old reliable. They tried to do the play that Villanova won the national championship on the let's drive it down, draw two defenders and kick it back for a three. When in reality, like the the guys were just sitting there waiting, and waiting for it. Um, they kind of they sat on it, and uh, St. John's just had to throw up a prayer to win it that wasn't even close. So, uh, but I, I do like the they, the way they kind of change things up. Um, man, big surprise that Mike Anderson is coaching a team that still fouls people way too hard and plays borderline <laughs> dirty. I, I'm shocked, totally shocked. That's what you got to do in the Big East. With the heavy hitters. I will say, though, people like Mike Anderson and like Shaka Smart, they are, they're at the level they need to be at coaching-wise. They're in a good spot. Shaka went to Marquette, right? Yeah. 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 So they, they, can, they can coach people up. They can get good recruits relative to what they're used to seeing there. But they don't have to go toe-to-toe with the big guys and like convince them to play defense for 40 minutes. So uh, they're in good spots. There was another one that I wanted to bring up quickly. Oh, because it was really bad. It's another sharp-dressed man, Justin. He wears a suit. He loses to VCU at home by 11. Bandy lost 48 to 37. Oh, yeah. Was it VCU? So I saw the screen. I kept seeing the score on the bottom, but I could never see the team quick enough that they played. Holy crap. 48-37. Yeah. What? Yeah. With the preseason SEC player of the year, Scotty Pippen. That is Junior. That is four or five more points combined than Kentucky scored by themselves the other night. So bad. 37 points in a basketball game. Weren't they Pippen like. Pippen was two of 10, 0 of three from three. Weren't they like, you know, supposed to be okay at basketball? Mm hmm. It wasn't. It's not Vanderbilt basketball and Vanderbilt football are two different beasts, right? Like Vanderbilt basketball has been good, relatively speaking, in recent years, and then they go out shoot twelve of fifty three. Oh my gosh, two what? of twenty five from three. Twelve of what is that's like less than that's like twenty percent, twenty two percent. Jeez, old Pete. I mean, VCU wasn't that good, and they still won forty eight to thirty seven. I just and. The thing is, is like when I watch Jerry Stackhouse coach, there'll be times where he runs a play and I'm like, man, that's a great play. I don't know if he – and the thing is, is he even had some guys. He had Simi Shitu. He had – or I don't even know if he was on that team or not, but he had a big guy last year that was decent with Pippen. 37 points. Yikes. That's a 
it's one of those you just kind of try to duck and cover and hope nobody notices. You're but you're feeling noticed. really good walking out of there as VCU, right? Like you all really you all played not your best game, but you held <laughs> Vanderbilt to 37 and won by 11. You won by 11 and scored 48 oh, points. Oh man. Whoa. Yeah. Gosh, that's crazy. That's so bad. In uh VCU, they're uh they were the kind of talk of the A10 for a long time. Probably not going to be the case. No. See Chicago Loyola, Loyola Chicago. This fighting sister jeans are going to the Atlantic. Come on. Yeah. VCU still running that Havoc D? That I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. That was you. fun back in the day. But between them and Dayton, you know, the A10's been pretty solid. Pretty, pretty solid. Uh, but that's going to do some conference realignment stuff from the basketball front. You rarely see that. I saw where Rothstein was trying to pitch Temple to come back to the A10, which I think fits better from a geographic and it just makes sense watching temple basketball play and it's like yeah but they're not going to just ditch football to go to the a10 to play i I not uconn i can never think of temple without thinking of cheney just seeing his old face on the sideline i'll I'll never i'll never view them another way man this is oh there's a fun game is john cheney still alive yes are you sure no and he is, oh, no, sorry, Justin. Dang, really? Yeah, I think I remember, too, it was at the beginning of the year. It was in January. This year? Yes. Oh, So man. it was pretty recent. Because I remember he had a big birthday. At, uh, yeah, it was it was right after. It was like a week after his birthday. Because Cal did, like, the big birthday wish thing. And then, like, it was like, oh, quick about face. Him and Chaney, as much as they wanted to rip each other's heads off, they did eventually find uh some peace with one another later on in life but that's always good all-time clip all-time clip wow we bounced around a lot there to open the show hey, we're gonna uh, get to let, your text let me continue to bounce line. around real quick Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. suck at max and overs <laughs> <laughs> i think we went over five this week what did the overtime game didn't even hit? Wait, one of them probably hit last Because night. Northern Illinois, uh, they were playing, I believe, Ball State. And I was, or it was Buffalo. Buffalo kind of reeling. Lance Leopold left to go to Kansas and beat up on uh, Texas. So they, they were, they, they aren't as good as they were in recent years. They were, I think they won the MAC last year. Northern Illinois needed to win to go to the MAC championship to win the West. And Buffalo. Kicked a 55-yard field goal with 30 seconds left to force overtime. Uh, Northern Illinois ended up winning overtime. It was 33-27 final. Covered by one. There you go. So you got one in action over. But the other didn't. So they went one for four this week. Unacceptable. Well, they still – I guess they'll still do action next week, right? I would assume. Yeah, they're in one more week, week of the regular season. They should finish with one Thanksgiving week. Feast week. Should be a good time. Yeah, confirmed action next week. Yeah, um, but like I said, Louisville-Duke tonight, and then we've got a revenge game. Super Bowl rematch. Matt Ryan and the Falcons against the New England Patriots. Oh, my gosh. That's our Thursday night game? It's a great game, isn't it? You've got to be kidding me. Like, Who do I need to talk to about getting a respectable Thursday night game? Nobody wants to watch that crap. I'll watch it. New England's probably going to be up 28-3. So here, opposite. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, 23, most dangerous lead in sports, many people are saying. <laughs> I will um, 
I will say that this is all like I, I bet the Patriots the other day when they were at six and a half. They are the road team, um, but I, whenever a team is has things going so well, you're just kind of waiting for it to come to an end. Uh, like like the Tennessee Titans when they were on that five game win streak and they kept playing one good team after another, and you just thought, well, eventually this well is going to run dry, right? Uh, like yeah. I, I've got a yeah, but it didn't. I think that's probably the case. Like I think the Patriots are just good now. That they just started slow because they had a rookie quarterback. Belichick wanted Mac Jones to take his time to kind of get his feet wet. Now I just think they're good. They're a good football team. Uh, good might be an overstatement. They're okay. Are you really? That's all you're going to give them credit for? Yeah, I'll give them okay. They're probably like the third or fourth best team in the AFC. They won't make the playoffs. What? Nope. Are you serious, Justin? No. They're no. in the playoffs as of right now. They uh, they are as of right now. But well, who's going to make it? The AFC stinks. We still got eight weeks. Steelers are going to burp, 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 come from the bottom up oh, to the top. Oh, and Mason Rudolph at quarterback? <laughs> Jeez, I thought this wasn't butt slapper radio. <laughs> it's not butt slapper Kentucky radio. Steelers, different story. I'll slap them butts all day. That is just a wild take, Justin. <laughs> I do think that the – is it the Falcons actually might be still in the playoffs as of there right now? There is no way. No, the Falcons stink. The Panthers are the one that's in the playoffs right now as of today. The Falcons are the one NFL team that I try to believe in every year because they've got such good talent. And for whatever reason, they're terrible. It's I don't just understand like a bunch it. Of old first round I picks do not get it. Matt Ryan. Remember when they my... got Todd Gurley, and you're like, oh my gosh, they have a, a former first round pick yeah. starting on every position of the offense. They must be good. Crazy. And they never are. They they are due for a good game or two, you know. I will say they have the future best tight end in the NFL on their team, so that bodes well for them. It does bode well for uh, the the playoffs are a little bit more hinky when you try to look to the future, just because they did add that extra playoff game. There's only one bye now, um, and you also have just the regular regular season game where the standings are going to be a little bit off, but. For you to say that the Patriots aren't going to make the playoffs, I don't. I, it's yeah, six I'm, and four right now. Man, you know look, the Chiefs are division winners at six and four right now. Man, I'm right? I'm looking at the schedule right now or the standings right now. The, I would worry about the Chargers at five and four. I would. I'm somewhat worried about the Colts at five and five, and then any of those teams from the AFC North could keep the Patriots out. The one thing the Patriots have going Hell, for them is the they Patriots, play the Dolphins and the Jets. They also play the Bills twice. They can just win their division outright. They will not win against the Bills. All right, okay. All right, <laughs> once, I will bet you they win one of those games right now. Have they already played Friendly them wager? Once? No, they play two games in December. Want right. make that wager? Yeah. All right. Sure. I, I got 10 bucks that they take one of them. There right. we go. Deal. You're on. <laughs> That's how we do it here on KRC. <laughs> I love it, uh, too, that TJ's out, and then Justin comes in with some, some spicy takes. Get more time to talk. Spicy takes on a Thursday. The most shocking part is your confidence in Indiana basketball. Like I said, I'm hesitant because I've been burned so many times in the past. But I I am confident. I'm feeling good. You're already already hopping on the Mike Woodson bandwagon. I'm I'm feeling good. Woodson's the man for the job. See, I like this, Justin. I like that you're all in early. But we need the equal payout when you get your heart ripped out by Purdue later on in the year. In basketball, yeah, that's that's an expected loss. That won't tear me up. They don't. We don't. Beat, what, what about the? What, what, we don't beat what, Purdue. What is the? Because that's the thing with you, Justin. Is I I, I find it troubling sometimes. <laughs> 
that we want to pile on you when things aren't going well and you don't let it get upset. I want no. I, what would it take I'm very submissive. Exactly. What would it take for you to be upset, for you to be outraged, for you to lose it on your Hoosiers? Um, if they played like a sweet sixteen game against say Lipscomb and lost by ten, I'd be pretty heated. What if it was the Syracuse zone? Not a very good Syracuse team, but you just stink against That's, it. Yeah, well, I mean, we've never been good against it. But that changes now, Nick. Mike Woodson's here, baby. We no longer Sweet struggle. 16 or bust? No. <laughs> I'm not giving it that yet. But I do think we'll be in the tournament, which is pretty exciting. Wow. Indiana yeah. basketball yeah. back in the NCAA tournament. You I, heard it here first, folks. I, I will, I you am, heard it here first. I am sick and tired. When you asked me yesterday... I was re-listening to it on my way to work. You asked me, what's it like, Justin, not being in the tournament? And so I really started to think about it. And the one thing it boils down to is I am sick and tired of filling out brackets where I can't take my team to win a game. God. Sick and tired of it. It's going to be brutal. 2016, last tournament appearance. It's terrible. 2016. Count your blessings, and That was, that was when the, the last tournament win, I guess, was against Kentucky. Yeah. That seems right, yeah. What, 2013, 2012? Tyler Ewes and Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray has played in a Western Conference Finals before the Indiana has played in another NCAA tournament basketball game. Count your blessings, Cats. Count your blessings. Man, it's tough. But, hey, things are looking up for the Scoosers That's and right. the Hoosiers. Three head coaches. Three. They're back. They're back, and we're going to get to our break. When we return, we've got football to talk about. We've got basketball to talk. Enough of Justin Stinky Hoosiers. That's and right. we've got your text to get to on the Thorns text on 502-414-1450. I'm Nick Rush. He's Justin Kalen, and this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Daddy's homeboys. They shall serve no fries for their time. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call, a Thursday. Roll Call. Here on the Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker is out. He'll be back tomorrow with some home field picks of the week. Make <laughs> sure you've got that phone number ready to dial, 502-384-1450 tomorrow, because you send in your picks. If you get more than two right, if you can get up to three points, I mean, that's you can easy. win the enormous prize pack at the end of the year. That includes hundreds of dollars of swag. Free tickets to the Indiana Pacers, an incredible prize, pack, prize package. So make sure you're tuned in tomorrow with your picks ready. You need three picks against the spread, just like we do every week. And it's coming down to the wire in the final three weeks. I have, like, that's the one thing that's really dumb about this contest, Justin, is my record is, I think I'm nine games better than you. Yeah, nail your locks, buddy. That's what they're there for, to be a sure thing, but you miss them every week. Not every week. Vanderbilt covered. <laughs> Vanderbilt covered. Which, by like, the way, I might. Uh, I'm not going to do it, but 
you just you won't find me betting on the Kentucky football team to cover this large spread on Saturday. I kind of like your idea of betting first half. First half's fun. Yeah, the first half spread. It's probably going to do that. By the way, on our home field picks, I you I know you said against the spread, but can we do can we money line no. if it's an underdog? I mean, if you want to, but you're not getting more out of it. You're right. not getting a second point. No, if I'm just so confident that a money line underdog is going to win, it would just be dumb though. Like if you you're just giving away points for no reason. Dumb to you until I win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's coming tomorrow. Home field. Picks of the week. I'm excited. Same. Big time. Good week of college football. It's not going to be – not every team is playing FCS folks uh, around the SEC. Arkansas plays Alabama. We'll have some decent ball games. We'll have some decent ball games. Uh, we do have senior day coming up Saturday afternoon, noon o'clock over at Kroger Field. It's going to air on the SEC Network. Senior Day ceremonies happen about 15, 20 minutes for kickoff. We've been talking to the seniors throughout the week, two of which got invited to the Senior Bowl late last night. It was a very late time to send out those invitations, so I actually haven't even thrown it on the website yet. Um, but Josh Pascal and Yusuf Corker both received invitations to the Senior Bowl, which is great news for their prospective draft stock so uh great for those guys it's a, a as Lonnie Johnson said that's where you go make your money that's where he made his money and he became a second round pick he was on the radar but he made second round money because of the way he played down the senior bowl now these guys especially Corker uh who's been just solid if he can go down there and make some plays he can rise up some draft boards one player that I have a close eye on throughout this process is Marquand McCall who is a true fourth-year senior, played every year of his career, but his final year has really been his first year producing. Uh, he was playing behind Quentin Bohanna, and uh, that, I don't, I don't want to say slowed his role by any means, but as Brad White put it, bully, you could tell he was much more prepared for the game when he knew that, all right, Q's hurt, I got to be ready to go. I'm going to prepare the right way. That hasn't always been the case. This year, he brought it. Then he got hurt, and he missed five weeks uh, with an ankle injury. And it kind of – here's kind of where things stand as far as from the senior bowl guys. So uh, Jim Nagy, who runs the game, he's a former NFL scout – his crew of scouts, they let Bruce Feldman hang out with him a week, right? So they're, they're Skyping in or Zooming in. They're talking about all their different players who are, uh, you know, like here's who we like, here's who we don't like, here's some names you need to keep an eye on. And they really like him. They even like him more than Bohanna, who was picked in the fifth round last year. He's got more upside, a lot more explosive. However... An ankle injury at midseason sideline for about a month, and they're watching closely to see what kind of shape he's in returns. This is one guy. His name goes is Andy Dingler. He said, his biggest problem is that he's an inconsistent worker and he has trouble controlling his weight. He is bursting and spin off blocks, not always locked in. He's got to be 350, 355. Can he control his weight? So he's not always yo-yoing? 
This is the first year he's finally figured it out, how to prepare, how to train. It'll be interesting to see what he looks like when he comes back from his injury. What has he been doing in his downtime? That'll be a big indicator for me how he plays if he does come back later in the season from a conditioning standpoint. So that, that came out a week before he returned for, to play 19 snaps in the Vanderbilt game. First off, Justin, I really like that the scout is not mincing his words at all. No, he can't. He's like, dude, get your weight under control or get the hell out of here. I mean, it, it, the NFL serious business. Got to get it corrected. And it's one of the few positions where you're like, yeah, a, a big deal of this is about keeping the white, right weight. And I think some of it, too, is for him kind of balancing. You know, Bully's a big personality. There's a difference between playing with that edge and then doing the Vito Tisdale and shoving a quarterback 12 yards out of, onto the sideline. You know, like, and for him, it's being that charismatic guy and dancing and having a good time, but also knowing when to work. And as White said going into the season, Marquand really matured, really came into his own. So he's done all of the right things, but he still has a decision to make. When I asked him yesterday, like, hey, you know, you thought about the NFL, you thought about your future, and he's like, you know, I'm kind of in one day at a time mode right now. I've got a lot of questions to ask. Uh, when they submit his official paperwork to the NFL for evaluation, they're just going to give him three grades, first round, second round, not drafted, go back to school. They don't give you like third or fourth or whatever. So some of this insight from scouts like the guys at the Senior Bowl, that's significant. I, I, I don't know if he would make a decision on returning potentially before or after he gets invited to that game or not, but I would think that that would weigh into the decision as well. So uh, he, he's got a he's got a decision to make. I, and I think for some reason I thought he was a fifth-year guy, so I just assumed right away that he was going to be gone, but he's not. He's, he's just a true fourth-year guy. So I think there's a possibility, but at the same time, if he's done the right things, he should be in a position. So just something to keep an eye on. It could be our last – Saturday with Bully at Kroger Field. But, um, and is that McCall? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'm convinced if your last name's McCall, you're going to be a damn good football player. Because the kid from Coastal? Oh, you got the kid from Coastal. There was a kid up at Bedford North Lawrence a few years ago. His last name was McCall. Pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Is it the same McCall? It's no. at Coastal. No. That'd be really cool, though. That kid got hurt, too. Hate to see it for him. But it, it is – we are playing a weird game now, though, Justin, where – the COVID years, pretty mm -hmm. much anybody can just be like, well, I'm running it back. Well, they, they said on the Indiana game last night, I was listening to the radio on my way home, and they were like, Trace Jackson Davis, the redshirt sophomore. I was like, wait, what? This kid's been playing at Indiana for three years, and he can still play two more? It's awesome. I mean, he's not going to. He's not going to, but yeah, yeah it's the COVID thing. Yeah. It's I pretty... can't believe they call him a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. I don't know why they don't just call him a junior. Like, you're not staying. <laughs> Dumb. Freaking Indiana. Uh, I will say, as for the red shirts, they matter now. Yeah. <laughs> the the freshmen, they had to play by the four-game rule. You don't just get the willy-nilly COVID year to, to play whenever. Jordan Dingle has played in three games. He played against Louisiana Monroe, Mississippi State, and he played last week against Vanderbilt. So does he play against New Mexico State or Louisville? Or in the bowl game. Or in the bowl I game. I don't know. But that's, that's one to keep an eye on. Chauncey Magwood is the only player that's played in every game. And they're just like, all right, we're just going to burn one. Um, a couple of other guys have played in two games and can retain a red shirt. But uh, 
Chris Lewis, Dakel Crowdis, Jagger Burton, Jordan Lovett, Kai Sharon, Lavelle Wright, all those guys, they're going to end up keeping their red shirts. So, something to monitor. Something to monitor. I, hopefully, you get to see a lot of these guys on Saturday against New Mexico State. Should be a fun game. Let's just make it a fun Saturday. Just don't sweat out covering a spread in the second half. <laughs> we don't need that. Ain't got time for that. Am I right, Justin? Maybe maybe I'll take Kentucky first half spread and then take New Mexico State overall spread since Kentucky never covers large numbers. Ooh. That would be a smart way to do it. Hit it right in the middle. Yeah. You're you're really dancing with the you know that is yeah that's a dangerous game. Not the world's most dangerous game though. It would be hunting man. Uh, am I seeing a first half? Your first half spread is twenty two and a half. Ooh, that's a lot. That is a lot. I don't know that I like that anymore. Three uh, touchdowns definitely, but twenty two and a half. Yeah, I could see like twenty four to three at half. Twenty. I could see twenty seven, twenty eight, three. Maybe I might bet it. It'd be nice if we could get a UK team total. They don't have that up. The team UK team totals, team totals are not your friend. I probably would stray away from that. No, they're great. <laughs> no, but if it was a first half total, if they're twenty two and a half point favorites, they would yeah. probably only be like twenty and a half. So, T- yeah. no, that that would just just wouldn't make any sense. Oh yeah, you're right. It would make no sense at yeah. all. They would need to be like 27. They would put Kentucky at probably 27 yeah, and a half. 26 and a half, 24 and a half. They was talking lines. That's right. Talking lines what here on Kentucky roll call. Let's let's take a little spin over to the Thorns Texas line to get our mind on straight. Uh folks, there was zero things that happened in the news world yesterday. Like we <laughs> it's we can so true. The, like actually like from an actual news standpoint not a whole lot happening. So, what a, what a day for the sports talker to take off. <laughs> but hey, we got st- we still got plenty of things to talk about. We'll talk oh. about what you want to talk about on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Remember to stop into Thornton's today before you go. Get fueled up with a little coffee, a little donut. I haven't had Thornton's in like a week, so I gotta change it. You're today. probably fiending. Oh, I am. Got some more of that Thornton's. <laughs> Give me them burritos. You still haven't tried the burrito, have you? No, my Thornton's doesn't have it. And you know what the funny thing is? It's like the only one that doesn't have it. The manager of the Thornton's that I go to is a Hispanic guy. Like I talk to him in Spanish (laughs) every single morning, and he doesn't have the breakfast burritos. What are we doing? (sighs) Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. Maybe that's what you get for going to the Thornton's in Hoosierland. That's probably true. Much better on the other side of the water. (laughs) Text on the Thorns text on 502-414-1450. And we, I think this is a a John follow-up that we didn't get to yesterday. Correct. John here again. No worries, TJ, about your food opinion. Oh, no, this isn't food opinion. Just regular opinion. I understand. I was just saying. Oh, John, stand, stand your ground, buddy. But, yeah, if we get the chance in the playoffs to play Green Bay again, I will take care of business and like we did last game. Just saying. Yeah, I can't remember what it was that John texted in yesterday, but TJ, I think TJ kind of took it the wrong way. Or maybe maybe it was John that took it the right way because TJ said something to the effect of, just my opinion, and you shouldn't worry so much about it. So, I think that's what required the follow-up. Hmm. John felt a little tension. There was none. Oh, there's plenty of tension. 
that's why TJ didn't show up today. Nope. He was so upset by John. He was like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it, roll callers. Imagine imagining TJ trying new foods on vacation, like the spicy ketchup with his chicken fingers rather than just the regular ketchup. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, we went to, over, over the weekend, the wife, she had a project. She was putting in a new sink. Our old sink was the most basic, terrible sink she I've ever seen. She was putting in, in the new sink. Yeah, she's she's our she's the Tim the Tool woman Taylor in our household. Uh, so she was getting a hand from a family member. They were putting in the sink, and it was like, all right, it's lunchtime. We're gonna go run and grab you know a bite to eat. We're gonna pick up some some chicken, some spicy chicken potato wedges, really good stuff. One of the best places in town. I don't know if you've tried it before. You ever tried Indies before? Yeah, it's great stuff. Spice spicy wedges and spicy chicken. They put it in the breading. It's, it's great. Absolutely yeah, you wonderful. just uh, blew my mind on that one. It's wonderful. It's hmm. absolutely great. But so uh, at the at the checkout line, they they asked him, "Do y'all need any ketchup?" And uh, Rick was like, "Oh no, we should have some ketchup." Man, it was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like, yeah, we got ketchup. Coming to the house, nope. they're bringing the food in, and and I hear, "Hey, where's your ketchup?" I was like, "Oh, we don't have any." And just, <laughs> How do you not have ketchup? And that was like the one thing that when we went to make the move, there was just a little bit of the bad stuff at the bottom. Oh, man. So you left it. Yeah. So and didn't, didn't get any new. Because ketchup's one of those things you just always have in your house, you know? Like there's never a time, even in your house, I'm sure there's an empty, like a half full bottle of ketchup in your fridge, right? Um, not likely because we utilize a drawer for all of our sauces. But with your ketchup packets in it, though. Yes. But Correct. there's ketchup in every fridge Absolutely. in America, yeah, except mine. It was it, it did though. To, I know TJ right now is sweating it out at home. Did go out on the way home from the station yesterday and picked up a bottle of ketchup on the way home. Good call and a gallon of milk. So good dad here. Good call. Good dad. Yeah. Here. So y'all don't have like a sauce drawer that you put all your extra sauces in. I mean, That's like vital. I don't really ever get extra sauces though. Oh, you have to. You never know what you're going to eat at home, and you're like, man, well, I need a sauce. Yeah, but I just, then you can go I just into buy sauce jars store. like an adult. Oh. Like I have, it's, that, a, it's also the new fridge we have. It's one of those French door fridges. The old one ha- was like a sta- side-by-side where I just had all of the shelf space in the world for all my condiments. Not as much shelf space for condiments, so I think that's going to go in my beer fridge because I like, you know, I like my brown mustards. Uh, my horseradish, my different kinds of pickles. I I love, love condiments. Now, that is being an adult, having a beer fridge and putting the manly condiments in there. Yes, that is a- <laughs> that is being an adult. <laughs> so I'm going to be, I think I'm going to have to do some rearranging on that front because it's still not up to my liking just yet. Um, but, we, yeah, having the ketchup, that's a bare necessity. And I'm not, I'm not like TJ. I don't need to put my ketchup on anything. But, you know, if we're making curly fries or tater tots or something like it's just it's good this is a nice and we also don't i mean what extra sauces am i going to get besides duck sauce or like taco bell sauce oh yeah you can never have enough taco bell sauce you can never have enough soy sauce or duck sauce um and then one thing that's big in my sauce drawer that i could never live without is the white castle dusseldorf have to have it yeah, which is basically just like a spicy brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I 
thought that all spicy browns were created equally. Not true. No, no. The ballpark mustard is just garbage. No, the best. No, so great. Love See, it. I'm I'm German, so you, I you, use... you don't like wait. So you like the Dusseldorf, but not the ballpark brown. I don't know if I've ever had the ballpark to be honest with it's you. But I use so I use like a German brand for spicy mustard. Oh, that you have to get Aldi. Got to support the Fourth Reich. Eh? Yeah, that's right. I do like Aldi's like generic German beer. Have you, have you bought those before? Mm-mm. They're pretty funny. Ones. Which which ones? I don't know. It's just some made up Aldi's brand. It's a made up German one. name. Yeah, it's not I mean, a real German good. beer. It's a real like it's. It tastes like a German beer. I don't think they imported <laughs> it from Germany. I think they just stuck a label on like an Amstel or something and called it German. Right? Had a lot of German beer. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I. The thing about the sauce store, though, Justin, is my my just overall thoughts is that most of the sauces I would have, I can just buy in a jar. Yeah. But I think the two exceptions would be the duck sauce. And and I never was a big duck sauce guy until recently. But it can really juice up. Like if you, especially if you get the lo mein instead of the rice, can really, mm-hmm. really juice things up. And yep. here's my question. Is duck sauce made of ducks? Negative. So... Is it, is it, maybe it's duck grease. I could see that. You ever had duck before? I, it's probably one of those things like the Coke, like Coca Cola used to have cocaine in it. Uh-huh. It's probably one of those things. Duck sauce used to be made out of something duck, but now they use something fake. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. a I like that theory there. That's a good thought, Justin. Um, we can't be feeding people ducks. Have you ever had duck? Yeah, that's awesome. It's good. It yeah. is good. It is a little on the greasy side, but you know, you you it's like citrusy. It has to be cooked right. That's the thing. Duck is. Pretty delicate to cook. Yeah, you're not going to go out there and just strangle a, you know, your mallard that you found on the pond, you know? I would. Is that what y'all did in Pekins for fun? <laughs> we didn't have any ponds. That's what you use your lizard for. <laughs> He'd trap them. And then just, yeah. Sadly, the the iguana never saw the Pekin house. So. Wait. He right. was gone well before. Oh, where were you before Pekins? Uh, Georgetown. Oh, the drive-in. Yep. Right, really, open. actually, like, three, I lived, like, three minutes from the drive-in. Is it still, still a thing? It's still there, yeah. Closed for the season, but it's still there. Right. Man, love to hear that. Love to hear that. Never actually been to it, though. Like, that one or any of them? Technically, any of them. You've never been to a drive-in? The drive-in that we always, like, the family would go to, the time that my family went to see like Talladega Nights, and I forget what the other movie they saw it was. So you can put yourself in that time frame. Like that night, I went to a pool party with girls instead. So like, come on. Well, you know? so that's what I was gonna bring up because you brought up your family when talking about the drive-in. You do not want to go to the drive-in with your family. Well, the, but when you got your little girlfriend, like high school, that see, was there was no better place than the drive-in. That was the oh yeah, that or after cross country practice. Yeah, that's, come on, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we uh. The the Kenwood Drive in closed down right when you know that that was becoming when I could drive around. And instead, you'd have to go to Georgetown. It's like I want to spend forty five minutes. I know they've got the one out in Oldham County now. That's pretty popular now. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be a little bit closer, but uh, that'll probably end up having to be a a thing. Maybe I mean, not in the immediate future. But I've, I've you know got to do a drive. Even now, you don't you don't have to go with little Duke. Just you and Brooke go the drive in. Still as much fun. Just act like you're in high school again. <laughs> Just make out the whole time. <laughs> what a life.
It would be nice, though, to just, like, you know, have your cooler beer, sit in a lawn chair. Yeah. Sit in a lawn No, you sit in your car. You, you or you car? all, you Can all you would get in your lawn chair outside of it. You all would probably bring the minivan, put the top up in the back, and just build like, like a tailgate little tailgate. Oh, yeah. build a little bed. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point too. That would be the way to go. Yeah, the only thing is, is a lot of times we have to use a broomstick to prop up the minivan tailgates. I don't know if that's gonna work. Or not. <laughs> South End minivan. <laughs> Woo! Brave man admitting that. That's where we're at on this edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Talking drive-ins in November. <laughs> drive-ins in November. One more text on Thornton's text line before we do. Maybe a little early daily double break. This Tom Allen stuff, that Tom Allen stuff drove me nuts. His strength is already a strength of the team. These folks do not know ball. No, not Tom Allen. Dante Allen. I was about to say, what? I'm so confused because I did make fun of Tom Allen yesterday. Football was on the brain. My apologies, Texter. <laughs> the Allen stuff drives me crazy. His strength is the strength of the team. The folks do not know ball. I, th- I think it's more of just, we've now just, it's almost like uh, things aren't going well. This is my muscle memory. You know, like I, I, I know, oh, we'll go back to the old well, old reliable. Uh, if, if Dante didn't have those two games last year where he just went absolutely crazy, no Kentucky fan would have this opinion. I truly believe that. If if he would have came in, maybe played, I don't know, 12, 14 games and made two threes, three threes at the most in those games, people won't have these opinions. It's the fact that they saw him come in, they saw him be able to knock down three after three after three, but who's to say the guys on the floor now above him can't do that same thing? They can. They absolutely can. You're right. And you – you're also right in your premise, but I think what really made the Dante Allen crazy even crazier is that his first game that he did go off, it was once Cal got ejected, and then he went bananas and hit like 7-3. That's true. Yeah, I forgot Cal being out of that game. <laughs> yeah, so. Cal hates him. What What do you want? It's such a weird dynamic because there was like an I told you so with the fans moment, and then Allen didn't really do much, so there was kind of an I told you so moment with Cal. And now Cal can almost, I told you so, by people going crazy for unjustifiably wanting him into the game at times. Now, don't get me wrong. C.J. Frederick's out right now. Uh, Jacob Toppin's injured, and I know they're not necessarily playing the same minutes at the same position, but there's less bodies. He has a chance now to crack into the rotation. I don't think he's going to. Frederick, if there was ever going to be a chance for Dante, Frederick being out really should help him. But when I think about a guy like Dante Allen, he's a four-year guy. Yeah, like, he just is. That's yeah. like You're going to be lucky to play your freshman and sophomore year, take advantage mm-hmm. of those minutes. Yep. When it comes to being a junior and senior, that's when you got to be ready, knock down those shots, because you're the elder statesman in the program. You've got to be the leader. You have to go out there and make the shots. He was already a four-year guy, and then he went and missed a year of basketball because he broke his n- collarbone and then on his way to, knee, way to rehab broke his leg. Like, people forget that. <laughs> he missed a year of basketball. Uh, he also was playing basketball at Pendleton County. And as somebody who has people who played against that Pendleton County team that did not have Dante Allen, wasn't the highest level of competition. So he had some, some time. He had to make up for a lot of lost time. Uh, and he did well in flashes last year on a very bad team. It's a good team. 
point is, he's going to be okay. Just do show some yeah. patience. Give it time. May not be this year. It may not even be next year. But by the time his senior year rolls around, Dante will be splashing home threes for the Cats. Yeah. Splash, splash. Yeah, Cats are back in action tomorrow against – can you name that opponent? Uh, action. Uh, yeah, Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. playing Ohio. Right. And uh, Cal Perry's going to talk about it today. I think around 1030 or so. So just something to keep an eye on. Just something to keep an eye on for the Big Blue Nation today. Might have some news from it, unlike yesterday. Zero news on our hump day. <laughs> hump day. We got to get to our break. Daily double break. Let's do it. When we come back, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, I know what we'll talk about. Keontae Goodwin update. That should bring that should bring you want to come back for more. <laughs> uh, also, Justin, I think we're going to talk Survivor. In the show. In the show, yeah. Not on podcast. Oh, yeah. Big day. I think we're going to do it. I mean, unless the textures come to life. I ain't got much to talk about, buddy. <laughs> I'm good with a little Survivor talk. It's yeah. a great episode. It's been good. It's been a good season. It's been a good season. We'll cue up that music, Mr. Kalen, because we're going to get to a break. I'm Nick Roush. He's Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back in to Hour Number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Thursday edition of the show with Nick Roush and the Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen. TJ Walker out the day. He'll be back in action tomorrow. Better than ever. Pulling a little dad duty today. And I think he should reward himself, treat himself to a hard day's work with some hearty salsaritas. What a treat. Especially, you know, Thursday, it's it's kind of the gateway to the weekend. So if you can really grind, really get after it early enough, then you've made it. So why don't you go to Salsaritas this weekend, too? All of you listen. I might go today. Treat yourself to some nachos with some wildly addictive chips. Steak nachos is my go-to, though, Justin. I do that with the fajita vegetables. But you get everything on the side, right? Yes, because if you put it on top of the nachos, the nachos, the chips get soggy. Yeah, no good. Can't have chips getting soggy. I put a little refried beans in there, too. You know what you need to do? So I've mentioned in, in the past how you can get the extra side of the seasoning. Mm-hmm. So you should get your chips. When you get home, load it up with all your nacho stuff. Then take that seasoning and sprinkle it over top of everything. Of everything? Dude, that would be so good. Man, what isn't good at Salsaritas? That's it's true. the best. They've got two locations, one on Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews, one in Shelbyville in Middletown, Check them out today. Download the app before you go. You're going to get Salsaritas bucks. You're going to save some money. You refer a friend. They're going to get a free meal. You're going to get a free meal. And if you use their catering, everybody's going to be happy at your gathering. Salsaritas, the best of the best of 
the best. I got five bucks off. Five bucks off. That's basically a meal. Yeah. It's awesome. So I guess we're going to Salsa Regis. <laughs> I guess we do need to to share some Kentucky football recruiting news. What? Last week, I told TJ, I was like, I'll let you know when I'm starting to get worried. I think I, I, I mentioned it already that I probably preemptively panicked a little. I got caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. Definitely caught up in the moment now. Okay. Couldn't feel better about Keontae going to Kentucky. Cool. Which one person here doubted would happen. I still kind of do. If we're being honest, I still kind of do. Okay. Well, yesterday, Chad Simmons uh, from 1-3, one of the best recruiting writers in all of America, and I would have said that before he joined the same company as me, <laughs> but he's he's been all over the Keontae recruitment, and he was giving an update yesterday. and was like, you know, he's going to A&M this weekend. He's also going to Michigan for the Ohio State game. Still entering all this. How the hell is he going to Texas A&M and Michigan? Michigan's next week. Oh, okay. There's two games left in the season. Gotcha. That's why. (laughs) He said, you know, despite all of these visits elsewhere, it's Alabama or Kentucky at this point going into the season. Maybe that can change, but it's Alabama or Kentucky. And I tend to agree because the places he's visited – have never really been your contenders. You know, if Ohio State got in that mix, they were in the mix for a long time. Yeah. He was visiting Ohio State. I might get worried, but he hell, he's visiting – he's going to Michigan to watch them play Ohio State as a Michigan visitor. So that's a good sign for me. Another good sign that the, the folks at On3 were putting a percentage on his flipping to another school, put it 30%. It's pretty good. It's pretty high. No, it's below. There's going to be 100 kids flip in the last yeah. month. And only 30%? That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I don't know. See, I go back to when this whole recruitment started, and you had, who was it? It was Kentucky, Ohio State, and who was the third one? Alabama's the big one. Well, Alabama wasn't in it initially. They were not in his final three. They were. Were they? Yeah, they were. Saban's been recruiting. I don't remember seeing them. But anyways, I mean, I initially thought, yeah, he's there's no way he's going to go to Kentucky over Ohio State. What he did. But now I'm kind of in the mindset of there's no way he stays at Kentucky when Alabama offers on the table. But I was wrong. I was wrong before. I could easily be wrong again, no doubt about it. The coup de gras, as we like to call it in France, what really takes the cake, uh, our buddy Dave Lagford who I don't know if he still does Rivals or if he's just Mr. Esquire now or what. <laughs> um, he is an attorney. That is for sure. Dave, great dude. Really plugged in well over there with the Aspirations kids. Shared on a message board post this week after the whole LOL gate with the Florida State tweet yesterday. Dave said, if Mark Stoops and Vince Merrill are at Kentucky, Keontae Goodwin is going to Kentucky. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Good to hear. Just yeah. it's something we need to hear. We need to say it out loud more often. If Mark Stoops and Vince Merrill are at Kentucky, Keontae Goodwin will play for the Kentucky Wildcats. I, I can. It does seem from the outside perspective that Keontae and the big dog have a great relationship. So I, I could see him. If he does go to Kentucky, I think it's that relationship yeah. is the reason why. 
Yes, without a doubt. He'd tell you the same thing probably too. So I just, it was good to, uh, it was good to, to hear that again. I think we needed to. When's the when does he have to make the final decision? December fifteenth okay. is the start of the early signing period, okay. um, and apparently, because because like we are getting into the season where teams are really putting squeeze on some guys, they're trying to get some flips, and so you got to keep an eye on a lot of these big guys. Uh, of course, Keontae being one of them, uh, but another guy, Tyrese Fearbury, he told uh, we we hadn't really heard much from him lately. And he told the 24-7 site, the Cats boss, that, um, you know, he's he's locked in with UK and he might even be officially visiting. Or no, not officially visiting, unofficially visiting this weekend. He already did the official back in uh, June or July. So that's good to hear. More good recruiting news. That's Boom. The, that's the kid you interviewed, right? Yes. Talked to Fairbury, yeah. It was a great interview for all you folks who listened. Great interview, even though none of you wanted to, you jerks. <laughs> He's a stud, too. you gotta got to hold on to those guys. Hold on to those guys. Um, Now, what do we do, Justin? There's your... That's it? That's the only update you had? I mean, I don't... And just to think, our listeners thought you were welcome. Those are two. Those were two really good recruiting updates. <laughs> that their top two players are locked up, and if you get those guys, you're going to end up with a top fifteen class. So probably. is Fairbury going to come early as well? That I don't know. I did hear, but Keontae is. Yeah, he definitely would. I think uh, Reed said he he has the chance to. Uh, I'm not sure about the Wade twins, but they're seemingly pretty locked up. Like a lot of these guys are rock solid. Oh. Um, I know Dane Key said he was going to enroll early, so a lot of rock solid guys out there. You'd love to see it. Yeah, got to keep the momentum going. Got to keep that ball. And rolling. Levis is back, right? Yes. Yeah, that'll be huge for you all, without a doubt. Oh man, and that's the one thing that Kentucky fans have kind of alluded so far is. You saw it slightly in your preseason projections in 2019, but teams weren't really talking about him. But just having an experienced quarterback return, they're like, oh, Terry Wilson's back at Ducky. He had a good season. I know they lost some big guys, but they got their quarterback back. They could be great in 2019. He gets hurt, never really the same. You know, nothing really materializes from it. But you're going to get a lot of that preseason love because Kentucky's got Will Levis back. Say, man, you know, he showed some stuff last year. He could really take a step. I think it's more warranted with Levis than it was with Wilson, though. Yeah, because well, I've I've seen a lot of really good things from Will Levis this season that I didn't really ever think about Terry Wilson. You know, Terry Wilson was always a a decent quarterback. I feel like Will Levis could be a good quarterback. Yeah, and Will Levis can he can put the ball in places that Terry Wilson just couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know. He can make some throws at Terry Kane. He's just got some 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 arm talent. A little more zip. Boom. So there you have it. There you have it. Hey, why don't you uh, text someone in the Thorns text on, folks? 502-414-1450. We've reached the point of the program where I've got to remind you that there's some big soccer matches this weekend. There are. Yes. 
Quite a few. You're going to one, right? Uh, not next weekend. Wait, this is Saturday. No. Yeah. No. The NWSL championship Saturday is Saturday. Noon. Yeah. Oh no! You already had plans, dude. I really got to get a calendar. I am the. You worst, don't put things in your phone. I am hands down the worst planner of Why all. Why don't time. you put them in your phone? That's what I the calendar's for. I don't. I don't feel comfortable using my phone calendar. I don't know why, but I should. I, you know what I really need? I need one of those large wall calendars. It's like dry erase, and you can write on every single month. That's what I need. Oh my gosh! What a nightmare! Or what just, a nightmare! Or just add it to your phone. I what? what? I am. Um, what, what did you make plans for? Oh, I have a Friendsgiving and a Thanksgiving on Saturday. So at noon, is the game at noon? The game's at like noon, I believe. Really? So you're gonna do okay. a triple header? Okay, yeah, I could maybe make that work then. <laughs> They've already sold 9,500 tickets. Yeah, Saturday at noon, Washington oh Spirit, gosh. Chicago Red Stars. Chicago Red Stars have a former Wildcat that was inducted to the UK Athletics Hall of Fame uh, a few weeks back. Erin Gilliland. She couldn't be there because she was playing in the playoffs. Nice. So that's happening Saturday at noon. There's also a big UK men's soccer game. They're in the NCAA tournament. They're getting to host. That's a big deal. Oh, they didn't get a first round bye? They did get a first round bye. Okay. So that's why I just kept it open-ended at host. <laughs> Who are they hosting? Uh, Sunday at 7, they will play either Akron, maybe? I don't know. I can't keep up. Indiana's going to play Louisville in their first game. Man, no love lost between those rivals. Indiana got the bye. Louisville's got to play. I can't remember who it is, but Louisville will win. So, who's your Cardinals? Second round of the tournament. Man, big game. You going to go to that one, too? No. I'm not making any more plans ever. I'm so disappointed. I really wish you didn't bring that up. <laughs> Ugh. I hate my weekends. They, they just go so fast. I put too much into them. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man! But thanks, thanks for the heads up. So yeah, I glad can, I could give you that heads up. Now I got two days of planning to try to figure all that out. But like I said, there's only ninety five, already ninety five hundred tickets sold. So go out there, buy your tickets today, get them now while they're hot, and we'll get back onto the Thorns text line five zero two. Four and four, fourteen fifty is how you get into the show. Uh, Texter says we were significantly better on offense versus Duke with Brooks in the four spot rather than Toppin. We've looked good these last couple of games. Need to make sure the offense still clicks when Toppin comes back. Duke didn't even guard him. Yeah, Toppin's also kind of a, a wild guard of uh, an extent offensively. You just uh, just don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, that's that's very well said because that's what I was sitting here thinking. Like, what is Jacob Toppin? He's a wild card. He's fun. Is he a big man? Is he a perimeter player? Is he a – and you can kind of make the same argument for Keon. Like, what is Keon? But Keon's more perimeter-oriented now, I would say. Yeah. And and to this texter's point, they said we were significantly better on offense with Brooks, and you were significantly worse on defense. He was just getting owned by Banchero. I do think that, like, now is the time – eventually those two are going to have to be your fours. Because I just don't know how much you're going to be able to play Collins in crunch time. And I think that's your next best option for. Hopkins is probably getting squeezed. I just don't like when it's Hopkins and that guy or Hopkins and that guy 
and Oscar or Lance Ware. It's just it just feels cogged up. You got all these guards. This is a guard team. What what's your thought on Lance Ware? Love him. Love him so much. One of my one of my favorite players. He's just like me. So I'm kind of a little clumsy. Works really hard. When I came home the other night and Physical. I, my roommate was sitting there watching the game, he was like, Oh man, Lance Ware's out. I just looked at him, I was like, Who cares? Like yeah, that, but does, he's, does he, that affect Kentucky yes, that much when yeah, Lance yeah, Ware's out? Yeah, because Oscar Sheboy, he's he's your only other center besides Oscar Sheboy. Oscar gets Damien's not a center? No, no, no. Damien's 180 pounds of wet. Uh, he is tiny, yeah. He, he reminds me a lot of Anthony Davis with how skinny he is. Yeah. Oh, and he's basically on the Anthony Davis diet. He also is uh, on the Kyle Tucker circuit, too. He got a 10,000-word feature on The Athletic, and I did not read it, but I saw the picture of him on a horse, and <laughs> it's just comical to got, see got that your, large got, human on a horse. Got you right in the feels. He's just so big. Yeah. Like where It's less about the horse and also the saddle. Like, you got to really loosen up those stirrups for his legs <laughs> to be able to reach, you know? His legs dangled like he has to lift his legs up to like kick the horse. Oh God! You know, I bet because his legs hang lower than the horse's torso. But he cramps the whole time. Cramps. He's just yeah. sitting, he's still just sitting. That's there. why I don't ride horses. I cramp up every time. Cramp. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Drink some water. Well, the horses always try to bite my legs. I guess it's so always had to pull them back, and then next thing I know, I can't feel my legs. Bite your legs. Your itty bitty legs can't reach them. They're, how are they going to bite your legs? They do, I don't know, dude. They just they, they always every horse I've ever gotten on turns their head around and tries to bite at me. They, well, they, that's a horse. They nip at everybody. I'm not riding horses. Just anymore. pull them straight. Nope. Mr. No, Pekins. No more riding horses. Which, by the way, as far as far as uh, being more hydrated, ju- you all have got to see Justin's what he's having this morning to drink. <laughs> Water. You should. You need to post that to the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group. So I walked in. I was like, what, "What? What's going on over here?" Because it, a normal adult, you would see a dark liquid in a cloudy Dasani bottle, and you would, or, or in a clear Dasani bottle, and you would say, "So you got some sort of like hippy dippy cleansing drink? Is this a mio? What you got going on here?" Noni juice. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, Coca-Cola from a two-liter. <laughs> no time for a cup. Just going to pour it in an empty water bottle. Yeah, I, I had it. Well, so I've used this water <laughs> bottle the past couple days. So and it's, just, it's, it's dirty. It, it's just more convenient than a cup, in my opinion. Um, so I, there was already a little bit in it this morning. So I was just like, oh, let me just top it off. But yeah, Coke in a water bottle. Makes me All feel right. healthy. Here's the other thing, too, Justin. You poured it from a two-liter. Do you... How long does it take you to go through a two liter? Four or five days, six maybe. So just long enough for it to get flat. Yeah, right around when it starts going flat is when I'm about finishing it up. I only purchase two liters if there's a party. Can't imagine having I, one around. I don't do it too often, but I was making specialized drinks that required Coke on Saturday. So oh, yeah. specialized drinks. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say it because it's. I'm going to get judged. Was it vodka and Coke? No. I'm not a vodka guy. So it was like coconut rum? No, it's going to be something you would never expect to mix with Coke. A very good bourbon? Nope. It was Cabernet. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wine and Coke? 
together? Awesome. I'm, it's awesome. Just drink the damn wine. Look, no, that's Cab that, is great. It's that, a great wine. That's so basically oh, what I no. drink. See, I don't like Cab. It's it's way too dry for me. Yeah, it's you put, good. But when you put the Coke in there, it makes it sweet. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so that's the perks of working at a hotel bar. Is you see some crazy stuff from people all over the country. I've, I had a lady not too long ago. She wanted an old fashioned. And then told me to just top it off with sweet and sour mix. And that was a Wisconsin, Wisconsin old-fashioned. Told her that was terrible. But this girl last week, she comes up and she says, "I need. can I get a... She called it something. I can't remember what the name Wisconsin of it was. Old-fashioned. It looks terrible. But no, this. so this girl orders one of these Cabin Cokes, but she used the name. I can't remember Cabin what it was. Coke, and I, so I just looked at her. I was like, what is that? She was like, oh, it's Cabin Coke. God bless. It was. It's good. Try try it, Nick. Report back. I'm telling you. No, no I'm like just going to drink the cab. That was like a Wyoming thing. Or I something. like regular wine by itself. I don't need to sweeten it up. If I wanted a sweeter wine, I would drink a sweeter wine. I'm just drinking See, like a blush red or something. I'm a Moscato guy, so I need the That's sweet wine. That's too sweet. That is, oh. Give me all the sugar. God. Disgusting. <laughs> don't judge my wine. No wonder you're cramping up on don't. horses. <laughs> so, by the way, when was the last time you got on a horse? Oh man, probably 2012. Man, I I've never r- like ran a horse. Like I've been horseback riding, but mm-hmm. it was like you know walking on a trail or something. Never, never really ran one though. Me would like man. to. Dude, would to. you? Oh yeah, I would not love horses. That seems you know, man, I'm a big horse guy. The, I think the trick would be finding the horse big enough. You know, just yeah. There's no such thing. You have to get a Clydesdale. And can they even run? They can try. I, I just need a nice little gallop. It'll be fun. Care, uh, Trevor tries it, horseback riding. <laughs> Where would I even go if I wanted to go run horses? Surely like, there's places in around here. Because people don't really keep horses around. I know that there's a stable at Airquay Park, and people will like hike them through the trails, but they don't run them. There's not like an area to run them. I, don't, I, I would wonder, like... Get a gallop with a horse. There's you know? a there's a horse farm out by my dad's that they'd probably let you run them. They got quite a bit of land. Also, are the horses in good enough shape to run? That's a different question. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask Brad Cox if he'll let me, let me ride one. There of you horses. go. Just go to the source. God, that would be terrifying. Yeah, one thing to get like a friendly old barn horse. Another thing to get a nasty, mean-ass old <laughs> thoroughbred. Ornery SOBs. Church of Downs meet still for two more weeks. Are you serious? Yeah. You never been to the track on Thanksgiving? No. Yeah, a lot of people do it. That's crazy. And they run horses. Yeah, there's races. The big, the big thing, it's almost like uh, uh, I know Tim the Tool Man, he went to a Lions game on Thanksgiving, and Jill was happy that she didn't have to cook. It's about a lot of people. They, if they have a, you know, they're not doing a big family get-together, like, I'm not cooking for y'all. Let's just go to the track. Makes sense. Great day. Hmm. Yeah, sports on in the background, get to bet the ponies. Actually, that was the first time I went to the paddock was at uh, Thanksgiving at church. On what about, like, didn't six or seven years ago on Thanksgiving we had, like, a ton of snow? They, they still run. Horses can run in snow, Justin. You ever seen a movie? Nope. Yeah, they can <laughs> run in snow still. No time. Yeah, they have indoor areas, too, at the track. Well, I wasn't worried about the people. I was worried about the horses. No, yeah, horses run in the snow. They, they typically don't. Like, because they usually go, the trainers just want to go to warmer weather for those months. Yeah. We digress. And now we need, 
to get to a break. I will remind you, though, that if it is snowing, you don't want to be outside golfing. You can't even find your golf balls for crying out loud. So go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, conveniently located right off exit four in southern Indiana. Uh, A great place to go. Work on your game. He's got three state-of-the-art simulators where maybe this this also sounds like a good kind of gift. Buy your your loved ones some lessons. Mm Mm-hmm. Women out there. That's a great gift, actually. Yeah. Like. For me. Seriously. Buy some lessons. If, if any of you texters feel nice. Buy some lessons for your man, for your loved one who needs, like, it's kind of like a little nudge-nudge. Like, you kind of stink at golf. Go get some lessons from Bobby. He'll shoot you straight. Or, you can, you know, you can just play around or hit the virtual driving range there. Right off exit Four in southern Indiana off 65. Give him a call at 812-913-4415 or book your appointment today by visiting bobbycookgolfacademy.com. That's Cook with an E when we come back. Who knows what we're going to talk about? That's what's fun about the Scoots and Route Special on Kentucky Roll Call today on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You've been out with those losers all night. Hey, Coach Conrad. Remember me? Second period, gym class. Welcome back in, KRC. KRC for me on the Big X Sports Radio. Great movie, Days Confused. It was on television last night. I watched uh, a few bits. It was uh, on while your Hoosiers were playing. You can't watch Days and Confused on TV. Yeah, you can. It's like Step Brothers. You, that, there's just certain movies you cannot watch while they're on yeah, cable they don't TV. Cuss, they don't cuss that much, though. And Days and Confused? Yeah, it's not a ton. Like, really the only part that I saw that was bad was when Affleck gets the paint dumped on him and he just starts dropping a bunch of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. It was really the only part that I felt like I got, you know, deprived from. See, um, those are usually the parts that hit the hardest for me. Like, I, I want to hear that. Yeah. Just adds to the humor, makes it just overall better. Yeah. Give me all the cussing. True. Still a great movie, though. Yes. Still a great movie. Was was good to check out some of that while we were uh, waiting for Indiana basketball to be better. But it's not as good as getting to your text on Thornton's text line. 502 414 One text into the text line is a picture TJ sent of a neighborhood. Wow. TJ sent that? I'm not sure. I'm sure it was an appraising thing. <laughs> sure it was. Another texture asks, are y'all Ted Lasso fans? Apologize if addressed this before. Did you ever watch that, Justin? I have not yet, no. I, that, that's definitely a show I want to check out at some point. I just haven't got there yet. I, you know what I typically do with TV shows? I wait until the fad's over, everybody's already seen it, and then I'll chime in. The only show that I beat, beat that on was Tiger King. I watched Tiger King the same time as everybody else. Because you love trash TV. Yes. You love it. Yes. Can't there's, get enough of there's it. There's a second one coming out. Big news. Yeah, and uh, WHS is featured in it a lot. Um, oh, are they? Yeah, Shay McAllister, because she did a lot of work with the dude over here in Indiana. It's a real jerk. Tim Stark. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so there's a lot. Of, she's kind of the expert. I had a buddy in high school him. who dated this girl for like two and a half, three years, and it was Tim Stark's nephew or niece. I mean, oh wow, wow, yeah. that is huge, Justin. Yeah. I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah, was. big stuff. I thought you were say he like worked there or something. No, that would be. He just dated his niece. No biggie. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, no. I, I, I watched Ted Lasso. That was a fun show to keep. So, up with. give me, give me a quick synopsis of Ted Lasso. It's a good feel-good show. What, what is it? What's the premise? The he's premise a football coach. He's right? a football coach okay. that gets. Uh, he gets picked to coach. It's it's kind of like Major League at the beginning, where the lady wants to sandbag her husband's team, so she hires this football coach to coach soccer team. But then they all come together. Okay. You know, say no more. Don't good motivational, rah rah. Don't but it's good it. though. Good, heartwarming stuff. Heartwarming stuff. It's not always uh, as funny and as quick. And I will say the conflict they have entering season three feels a little bit forced. Um, but like you know the kind of cliffhanger they leave you with, like mm-hmm. every show does, mm-hmm. that felt a little forced. But it's it's still a good show, so okay. I enjoy it. I'll check it out. Texter asks, Justin, you kind of need to, you know, have sex with a girl for the whole kid thing to happen. That's not true. That's just simply not true. That's a not, in fact, simply adoption not is true. definitely an option. And I may go that route. Really? That would be awfully admirable of you. I've, I've truly been thinking about it more and more every day. Because I'm, I'm really excited to one day be a dad. I was, I was actually talking to somebody about this at the bar last night. I, when I think about being married and having kids, I get really, really excited about having kids. I don't get excited about being a husband. You know? I, 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 can, I think I can do without that. Yeah, but, okay, I, I will say, too, it's much more difficult to be a dad without somebody to help you there. This There's is true. plenty of admirable folks true. out there who do without. But um, also, do you know what the adoption process is like? No. No, and I've heard I've heard for single men it's virtually impossible. The way they vent. Like you basically have a better chance of like picking a kid off the street and becoming their dad than adopting them. That is like in like an old like in Boy Meets World when uh, the guy illegal. the teacher adopts Sean yeah. kind of or whatever, mm-hmm. takes him under his wing, mm-hmm. probably got a better chance of doing it. See, I don't want an old I don't want an old one though. I want like a little A baby? Like a month and a half or not month and a half, like a year and a half, two years old kid. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're through oh, the hard man. stages, the we, hardest stages. We gotta, I gotta tell you how the uh, adoption thing works, because yeah. man, it is. It's I'm sure it's a huge pain in the ass. You gotta do interviews. Yep. You gotta spend a ton of money. They come. They gotta make sure you have a steady job. Come see my apartment. You gotta make sure you scary. have a box spring. <laughs> Mattress isn't on the floor. <laughs> on second thought, I don't stand a chance. Yeah, you really don't. You really don't. <laughs> TC from Lexington here today. Good eye on the shirt, Justin. It's a throwback San Antonio 1998 champion shirt. Uh, had a UK mask on, too, just to keep the old jacket on because the shirt was a little bit more snug because of COVID. I oh, like that. <laughs> like that. Yeah, and it's... Um, it's a sweet shirt. Yeah, it, is it really sweet. is a sweet shirt. The thing, though, my question, it's the Duke game was a regional final, correct? Or was that the final four? I guess... I don't remember. Oh, man. Is that, I know they beat Stanford in the champion. No, yeah. They beat Stanford in the Final Four and then Utah. So, um, He said 98. Didn't they beat Utah in 96? No, no, no. That was uh, Syracuse. Was? Oh, okay. Um, I thought the – so, I guess that's weird that it has the Duke score 
but the final four was in San Antonio. But I guess you beat Duke to go to San Antonio, so that's why they put those shirts out. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Very cool shirt, TC. Uh, probably going to have to put that on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group. Wildcat and a cowboy hat, like, sign me up. See, I also miss the old SEC tournament shirts, like, uh, you know, the the Wildcat and his cowboy boots in Nashville or, like, going to New Orleans. I, I, my, my, my dad had a shirt that was, like, Ma- SEC's most wanted, and it had uh, a, every mascot, like, caricature behind bars. Really like that shirt. Now, when you just go to Nashville every year, it's kind of the same old song and dance. But, hey, not this year, going to Tampa. So, yeah, it was uh, to beat Duke to go to the final. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of putting two and two together. So, another texture says that Justin is such a pile of trash. And I say that as a compliment. Sauce drawer, please <laughs> tell me you listen to the Are You Garbage podcast. If not, highly recommend. That's another one I'll have to check out. Yeah, I, I couldn't live without a sauce drawer. Are You Garbage podcast. <laughs> Oh man! I've, I've never been called a pile of trash, so first time for everything. Maybe, but I think they're trying to say that like you might like. There's just a, a certain kind of human that is a piece of garbage, but it's also like a self endearing thing. Yeah. Like this is a compliment. Like this is a nice thing. Some some people got to be like me to balance out the rest of you weirdos. <laughs> Tartar sauce is also one of those things <laughs> that always ends up in some stores. <laughs> Tartar sauce is great, which, by the way, I was reminded the other day, haven't had Moby Dick in a while. Might have to change that up soon. It's a whale of a sandwich. Not one. There's one not far from the station. That's ah, great stuff. Get John here. Oh, yeah. Fish sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> Nothing says breakfast in the morning like fried clams. <laughs> John here. Good morning to all. Good morning, John. Hey, morning. Justin. Good win last night. I agree that they look like a... Possible tournament team, <laughs> but I stand firm when they cannot get eight and twelve or even nine eleven in Big Ten conference play. Wow, I, I John tend says to agree you're with not that. going five hundred in Big Ten play. I tend to agree with that. Yeah, wow, I, you, I could see nine and eleven. I could even see ten and ten, but I don't know if they'll do much better than that. I mean, how hard is it to win five hundred uh, half of your games in conference play? The Big Ten is not that good, Justin, no matter what you like to tell yourself. Big Ten's pretty decent. It's not so good that a decent team can't go 500 in league play. Well, Indiana hasn't proven that they're a decent team yet. Just because I think they are doesn't mean they are. Okay. Just because John thinks they are. But you should have the faith that they're going to go at least one game over 500. Just call me George Michael. Because you got to have faith, faith, (laughs) and faith. Took me a second. I got got there, though. I I was hoping you did. It's a great song. If you, if you want to close the show with it, by all means. <laughs> Quit trying to change my songs. I already got them all picked up. Uh, but, uh, I mean, who who is in this gauntlet in the Big Ten that's so good besides Purdue? I mean, Michigan was a top-five team. Granted, they got beat by Seton Hall the other night. Um, Purdue's a top-five team. So, Purdue and Michigan, they're good. Michigan, and then after that. Michigan State last stinks. night looked, fen- they looked phenomenal last night. Now, I do think they're going to be a, lower than they have been in the past. Right, but, like, but like, that's what I mean. There's two really good – it's not – Last year, they had five really good teams, and they did kind of self-destruct on one another. But they were all about the same tier. The Big Ten this year, it's two good teams, and then probably like six or seven the next up. Like Ohio State is solid, but they're gonna they're gonna lose plenty of games. I got that. I think Indiana, you're good enough to be in that six or seven. Illinois is gonna drop off. They only have yeah. Kofi. So like, I, I I think you're selling yourself short, Justin. 
And you've done that far too often. So, yeah, Illinois is in the top ten, too. So you've got three teams in the top <sighs> ten. Top ten team. Then you've got Ohio, Ohio State at 19, Maryland at 20. Granted, Maryland lost last night to a terrible team as well. Yeah, I, I, we could easily go eleven and nine, twelve and eight. I could see that, but yeah, but you, I, I think I think your goal here needs to be like splitting of of those. You mentioned Maryland, Illinois, like Illinois. They're going to be very overrated because of Kofi. Kofi will win them games, but between Maryland, Illinois, uh, Michigan State, and Ohio State, if you can split, like if you can get two road wins out of there. You're gonna win all your games at home because yeah. Assembly Hall, like they'll they'll do whatever they can to will one out of that. You know they. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we will we'll beat so te- we'll beat teams that we're not supposed to beat at home just because of the atmosphere. Yeah, but if you can go steal a game or two away at home, then uh, you're good. Or I, excuse me, on the road, then yeah, you you can get to that 500. I'll be the first to tell you. I hope I'm wrong, but. Oh, John, I did not finish his text because he went in a different direction. He said, hey, have you guys been to the Harlem Globetrotters? Hell so, yeah. was it worth the price of the ticket? And where'd you go again? Okay. John, that's the the big... If you've never been, you have to go watch the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. It, and it's only like, what, 10, 20 bucks to go? Well, like, that's what I was getting ready to say. If so, he said, if so, was it worth the price of the ticket? Yeah. like it's, what, I mean, it's I went when I was probably like 10 years old, so the tickets are significantly more now than they were when I was a kid. The key... The key is spacing out when you go because it's not a very like the the Harlem Globetrotter show is the Harlem Globetrotter show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really change a whole lot from time to time. So, you know, like you you have to you don't want to go often. Like I'm I'm gonna go back when I can take Duke. You know? That'll be fun. Sure. But I'm not gonna go you know, just all by myself. I, I think the last time I went, I went in high school, and I yeah, had a blast. It was fun. Tickets are like twenty five bucks. Yeah, like that's a that's a that's a fun time. You know what? I said I haven't been since I was ten. I am ninety eight percent sure I went when I was living down in Jacksonville. So maybe two thousand fourteen. Yeah, it was the exact same show as when I was a kid. They do the same stuff. It's so fun. A lot of fun. Chugging up half court hook shots. Crazy. Uh, I love the popcorn gag, too. Never gets old. Oh. <laughs> Never gets old. I'm not going yeah, to ruin it for you. Don't John. ruin it. Yeah. Uh, another texter on the Thorns text line says, scheduling whiners suck it. After last year, I wouldn't care if we played all 12 non-conference games against Mount St. Mary's. Rack up those wins, baby. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, kind of where I'm at, too. I, I mean, do just give me think all the that cupcakes. it's such a – it's so annoying when it becomes just a – a talking point like that could have today was a slow day i could have just come in here and well we gotta have a better home schedule and yes to the point last night with the indiana game the marquette game the gavit tip-off games much more fun playing home and homes but my my beef is less about the just home schedule in general than it just committing to a bunch of neutral side games like can I know folks are going to have fun at the CBS Sports Classic, but... How many neutral side games a year does Kentucky play? Three? Four? It depends, because sometimes they'll just do a random game at like the Barclays Center, Uh because Cal wants to go to New York. Uh Um, But this year, I really think the only neutral is that CBS Sports Classic and the Champions Classic. 
So, like, there, there's not a ton. It's just that you don't have the Big 12 at home, and then the Louisville game, I think, got off schedule because of that, too. So, well, that's the thing is Kentucky. So, Kentucky doesn't have as many good home games. And, yeah. and like the Michigan game was supposed to even that out as well, mm-hmm. but then they couldn't get to agreement last year over rescheduling. So, what a bummer. Yeah, so the home schedule isn't great, but the conference schedule is fine. My parents are going to game Friday. They've got tickets. They're going to have a good time. If you don't want to go, you don't have to. Tell them. If they, if they think it's worth it, then they'll end up changing who they're scheduling in November. Uh, and TC says, yeah, I beat Duke and St. Pete to get to the Final Four. It was not back TC. Back in 98. Oh, somebody else. Well, thanks for the reminder. Going back to Tampa. And we're going to go back to a break, Scoots. All right, let's do it. And then we're going to come back. Close it out. With Survivor Talk. I'm here for it. (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) He's the Scooter Dingus. I'm the Nick Roush. This is the Kentucky Roll Call. Kentucky Roll Call. Ah, we're back. Final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Slow sports day on Wednesday. Not a whole lot of news to discuss. But the Cardinals are on television tonight. You get to watch them. You get to watch the Patriots. Enjoy your Thursday night football. Wednesday night, we enjoyed some Survivor. We did. It's pretty awesome. Man. All right. Question for you, Justin. Pardon to some of our listeners who don't want to deal with this. We've got eight minutes to kill here. It'll be fun. Who is the most, who annoys you more than any person right now? Ricard. Ricard. No doubt about it. Mine is Shan. I can see that. Mine is Shan. Shan should be the answer, but Ricard just continues to say so many doofus things that I just... Doofus like, things? I think I, he's playing a pretty good game. Dude, I wanted to do Patreon for this so bad because I just want to let loose on Ricard. The first freaking hard of hearing winner? What? The first hard of hearing. He's not deaf. Hard of hearing. The first hard of hearing winner in Survivor history. Would he be? What? Who cares? He's hard, dude, dude, they, they, hard of hearing. If they, he was, they, they bring up the sob stories all the time. If he was deaf and had to sign language to everybody, that's one thing. He's not deaf. He's hard of hearing. He, he can't hear out of his right ear. First hard of hearing winner in Survivor history. I mean, but like... What an idiot. All right. First off, Justin, you've got to talk about something when you're on there. And it didn't get brought up until half, more than halfway through the season. Oh, my gosh. I, it, I can't do it. It'd be one thing if he was like... It was like JD, like, I was bullied because I was hard of hearing. And it was like the first thing you mentioned. But, like, this was a pretty casual thing brought up. Uh, uh, you're just looking for excuse to be mad at Ricard no, because it, he said, so let's stop doing the come on game. It wasn't all that. I don't know. That's it was, what it is. You, you've had a bone to pick with Ricard from the beginning. I hate that So guy. you're just lashing out whenever he does anything that you can lash out at. You, you might be right on that. I'm psychoanalyzing but, but you, when I, But when I heard him say that last night, I was like, this is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, First hard of hearing winner in Survivor history. <laughs> it's a, 
first guy five foot six to win Survivor. <laughs> like, <laughs> just make up whatever you want, dude. Uh, I actually like Ricardo. I think he can win it. I he's played a good game. Every single person in this game can. Shan has no tact. No. And Deshaun has pointed that out very clearly. The problem is, though, is I don't know if Deshaun has enough tact to do, as he said, play his own game. Mm-hmm. I thought he might, like, if he was going to do that, I think he needed to get out, uh, he needed to ride with Xander last night. Yes. Like, absolutely. that was his move, was to ride with Xander and get out Liana. Yeah. But now, he doesn't, he doesn't have the numbers on his side to be able to go against Shan right. and do what he wants. Like, I, I, that, that was the part I didn't get, Justin. I could see Danny not being on board. He's one of those guys that you know he he's gonna want to be boring and stick with five and then you know kind of go from there. Deshaun had a chance to really shake things up, and I was shocked that he didn't hop on with Evie and Xander last well, night. Well, and especially the way that Shan just bullies him, like and that yeah. girl, she just does not get it. She does not understand what everybody else sees. In. Yeah, and she also is so. I just don't trust Her- Heather and Erica. And it's like what is, what is Heather? Doing like they were smart to get out Nasir over Heather, yeah, because Heather, like, she can't do anything, she's an idiot, right. you know. I loved that Nasir called her out. Oh man, that was awesome! That was hilarious. <laughs> the way that he was talking to her, he was like, Sorry, I can't. Like, I, I appreciated his straightforwardness. <laughs> the problem, listen, mama, the problem though is that he fell hook on singer, sinker for Heather's acting job, which yep. was a masterful acting job. Yep, that was great. Um. Man, that 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 I, I did not expect I thought it was gonna be the other way around where Heather would be the easy out and then Evie would hang around. They would flip on Liana. Because Liana, she's getting up there with annoying me as well. Really? She's just too emotional. I don't she like survivor players that yeah. just like are borderline crying the whole time. Yeah, she and is. she was like actively cheering against Xander while he was on the 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 balcony or whatever, like trying to hold on. It's like show a little class, you know. She's she's a college student. She's young. She's still finding herself. A little emotional still. Yeah, very emotional. Forget that she's that young. Yeah. All in all, though, I do like the. Um, they've done the right moves to, like at the right times to make things interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I, if. The split trials, this was a good good time for the split trials. You liked that? I don't think I liked it. But it was a good way to get out two people and also make sure that trial didn't, like, it felt like we were going down a, a, a predictable path where mm-hmm. they were probably just going to get Heather out. Just well, there was, no, there was no additional whispers in the smaller tribals. Yeah, there's liked. only five, yeah. you know. And the, the smaller ones, I do think you get a little bit more, uh, you kind of know what's going on a little bit better. But, um all in all, great show. I thought Xander, did you see how red his feet were when he yes. was holding on? Yeah, you could just like see that little white ball on the bottom of his foot. Like, dude, you need to drop. You need to drop. Deshaun and they, they, those guys, I feel bad for the guys with big feet. Danny's feet, I know they're large already, but they look like they're 22s when they're on that tiny little bit. You know, ever since I said the whole bit about him being one of the most athletic guys in Survivor history, he has a one squat. Hasn't done a dang thing. Yeah, but that he hasn't. None of the things that, like, none of the challenges have favored to his strength. This is true. You know, yeah. it's like stand on the. You know, like yeah. it kind of levels the playing field. Um, but I was happy to see them not only have the two tribals last night, but to make two smart moves. Like they didn't take out two just easy targets. Which Evie Evie could have won the game. The Seer could have won the game. 
That's true. That's a, that's a very good point there. Although I do, I do like Xander. I like, I like how he plays and that he can be sneaky without being a snake, you know? And like, he tried to make a big move there. I wish Deshaun would have gone with him because I don't like Shan, not like Liana. I wanted to have Deshaun break away, join them and have him pick them off one by one. Because Shan is just like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, look at me, I'm a pastor. But I'm just going to tell everybody what to do. The longer this game goes and the more they keep her. I still don't understand the week before why she was trying to bully people into moving on, into taking out Heather just yeah. because she got and started whispering. Heather does nothing. Right. Stupid. She's stupid. She'll, she'll be gone soon enough. She better. <laughs> Get her the hell out of here. That's right. Get her the hell out of here. Hey, we did it. We did it. We're going to do it tomorrow, too. Home field picks of the week. Preview a senior day game. Kentucky basketball game between the Wildcats and the Bobcats from Ohio. Just uh, go ahead and give you your heads up now that you will not be in first and home field next week. Oh! It's not happening. I'm going to make my picks today. Get them logged in. Then your lines are all good. Your lines are all going to move. Yeah, they're probably going to move for the worse. <laughs> right? Like most times they, they end up moving away from what you want. Yeah. But we're going to have a good time. Uh, TJ Walker back tomorrow. Adam Walker in for the Home Field Picks Week. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a slow news day here at the Big X Sports Radio. But it's been a blast kicking it with you. We'll have more tomorrow. For Justin Kale and I'm Nick Roush. This is Let's try that again. Kentucky <laughs> Roll Call. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go, here I go, here I go. Again, girls, what's my weakness?